Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast for mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochil Carmona. Today, I'm joined by Ani Leal. Ani is the founder and owner of I Love Chamoy, a healthy snack company with the mission to make Mexican cultural flavors more accessible to people with different dietary needs. Ani was born and raised in Nuevo León, Mexico, and is passionate about sharing her culture with others through food and social media. I'm super excited to have her here on the podcast. So welcome, welcome, Ani. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And I just, I love the email that you sent me asking about my astrological signs. So I'm like, I'm super pumped for this podcast. It's so different from anything I've ever done. So thank you. Yes, for sure. I love that you just shared the astrological. And then also I was like, oh, I was excited because I saw you said you're born and raised in Nuevo León, Mexico. And my family is from Monterrey, my mom's side of the family. I'm from Monterrey. Maybe you know some of my family there, but I feel like everybody's from, or at least who I meet, usually from here is Puerto Michoacan, you know? So I was like, oh, where's Monterrey? Like, yeah. Meet people from Monterrey. Watch be cousins. You never know. Right. Oh my gosh. Small world. That's crazy. Okay. Well, I thought that was a fun fact to start off with. And before we get into the conversation, as you know, here on the Work Me Hub podcast, we like to get a little astrological with it, get to know our guests a little bit deeper. So Annie was kind enough to share her sun sign, moon sign, and rising. So sun sign is your identity and where you shine. Most of us know this. This is our birthday. And Annie is a Taurus sun birthday coming up, I see. <laughs> and our Taurus sons are usually known to be very down-to-earth, tenacious, reliable, loyal, and sensual, and sometimes a little bit stubborn, you know, people. Uh, they tend to have a nice, slow, and steady approach to things and I usually feel like I attribute a lot of Taurus with like income and finances like they usually tend to be really good with that and then for her moon sign which rules your body and emotions she is a Sagittarius moon and these lunar Sagittarius usually they're good at keeping their emotions under check they're once again steady reliable responsible people and finally, her rising sign, which is your motivation for life, um, kind of how you can come off as sometimes people are like, I don't feel like a Taurus, tune into your rising sign a little bit. It's important to get to know. And she is a cancer rising. Um, these can be, you know, very sensitive and kind, but, you know, maybe a little wary of those first you meet. Uh, but there's something very familiar about these people. It's kind of like the girl next door, boy next door, something about them um, just come off as generally like nurturing people. Cancer placements definitely get those nurturing vibes. Did you feel like there's something you definitely related to? I I love that. I, I really only know like my, the Taurus characteristics, right? Because that's like the one we all kind of, mm -hmm. kind of know. Um, I am pretty stubborn. I think I'm, I'm determined, I would say. But I, ah, there you go. I'm, you know, I like you know, if I have a vision, I am very, very like, I want to see it through. And I think that's the, the Taurus in me. You know um, what you want. <laughs> I know. I know what I want. I'm flexible. I'm open to other things. But like inside, there's certain things that like are non-negotiable for me sometimes. Um, and it's interesting. It's interesting in the, the, the stage and the cancer. I'm usually pretty good at controlling my emotions. Like I feel like I'm very, very, very slow to anger. But when I'm there, it's like she hulk type of thing. <laughs> 
but it's like it takes a while like I'm usually pretty pretty all right you asked for it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly if you push me then you see the bull then you see the Taurus um so no that was that was very interesting I I like that I, I feel like I'm learning things about myself nice yeah for sure I like to see and then I like to get a little bit more peeks into like your responses and how you answer things I'm like oh yeah oh yeah so <laughs> now that we got to get to know Ani astrologically I wanted to you know share a little bit more with the audience about her and her story especially because I actually found your brand on TikTok um and I just kept seeing and seeing it and finally I was like I need to try this chum boy so can for those of us who maybe don't follow you on TikTok haven't heard your story can you tell us a little bit more about about yourself and this business journey of yours. Completely. Um, so I was born in and raised in Mexico. I lived there. I did college in Mexico. So I, I'm Ooh. kind of only been in the U.S. for about 10 years. When we moved here, my dad was diagnosed with diabetes and my dad is incredibly um, disciplined. So he changed his diet. He, you know, he really wanted to make sure that he could be here for as long as possible for us and healthy as much as possible. So he changed his diet. I kind of didn't think twice about it. And then maybe about a year ago, I went to visit my parents. They live in Texas. And um, and I was like, I wanted something sweet. So I'm like, oh, Papi, on the thing is like, where do you have like the candies, right? Like, I know he has a bunch of sugar-free candies. So he sends me to, to a drawer. I open it and it's like sugar-free chocolate, sugar-free caramels, sugar-free lollipops. I mean, every American candy that you could possibly imagine existed in a sugar-free version that he was enjoying now we grew up in mexico so my dad he likes chamoy he likes mexican oh. candy tamarindos and i was like dad why, why don't you have anything that's um you know from our culture he's like i can't have them Mika. i haven't been able to find anything and that night it was like a light bulb and i was like there's no way what do you mean what do you mean you haven't been having mexican candy for 10 years and i just i'm just finding this out now so I did my research. There wasn't anything that kind of had that sweet and spicy taste, but it was diabetic friendly, had less sodium. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of how the idea came to be. And I just was determined to create something. Originally, it was just for my dad. But then after seeing the, 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 the space in the market, um, you know, I, I kind of turned it into a small business, started posting on TikTok and Instagram, and it took from there. And it's just been such a blessing to see how many people are using our product because they have a similar story or, mm -hmm. or they're important to reduce their sugar intake. And the other side, the other blessing is doing this with my family, specifically my dad. It has brought us closer together. My dad is an entrepreneur, has always been. I'm kind of dipping my toe in. So it's, it's a business now that we kind of both get to share and has brought us closer. Nice, nice. Yeah. And I mean, it definitely hits with a lot of people because Latinos, a lot of them, a big percentage of them, I was like, I got to get checked soon. Diabetes definitely runs, you know, a lot of people for both sides of your family, you know, a lot of people. So, and it is, I like how you're like, oh my gosh, like, how do you not have Mexican candies? Like, this is a concern, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but so like, do you, like, how did you even know how to go about it? Like, do you have a background, you know, in like food recipes or like, how did you figure it out? Not in food, not in food and, and recipes. My background has always been social media. So mm. like I, I mean, one of my jobs, I'm not lying. One of my jobs when I first moved to the, to the U.S. was to make memes. Like, <laughs> that was, like that was my job, which was um, an amazing job. It was great. Highly recommend for anybody. Um, so social media has always kind of been in, in one of my passion points. Um, but when it came to creating the product, it was truly like, I had no idea where to start. Like when people are like, how do you get started? I'm like, actually, I had no idea. Like I, 
you know, I went to sleep with this kind of vision. I woke up and I told my dad, drive me to Target. I bought a bunch of notebooks and like, it, it was like a first day of school where I was like, uh. I need to write my idea down. I have no idea where to start. I have no like first step to make. I just know that like, I was kind of envisioning the logo, the name, the website, the things that I kind of know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and funny enough, I had a friend who I was helping with her business. She she has a background in food. She needed help from a social media perspective. And I needed help from a recipe development perspective. So I was like, hey, I, I told her about the vision. And um, she really kind of took me through the entire process, making sure that we had all the certifications, making sure that the product mm. was safe for diabetics. I mean, it took about six months to develop the the final formula. Um, and, and that's kind of how I came to be. So my advice for people is usually like ask around Google, just because something is not something that you currently have in your background doesn't mean you can't do it. Leverage the things that you know. So if, if for, for, for some people, if you know social media, if you know uh, content creator, content creation, like lean on that. And then just find other people that maybe are, are smarter in the areas where you're lacking. And usually that's the perfect formula. Just don't get stuck. Just keep going. Yes. I love that. I didn't know that you, yeah, came from a social media background. So basically you kind of have like a little bit more of that marketing, you know, mindset, marketing experience. Like, okay, I get this. I don't know how we're going to get the product. We'll figure that out with yeah. somebody else. But I love that in general because I see so many, it's like either one way or the other sometimes. I see so many amazing brands out there, but they don't know how to leverage social media. They don't know how to do, they don't know anything about marketing. Marketing. And I feel like that really sets back a lot of brands because there's a lot of great, especially in the Latino community. I do all these pop-ups and I meet so many great brands, but it's like, how do you get your name out there? And I feel like your social media background really got the name out there and just finding that strategic partner really just helped make this come to life. So I love that little tidbit on there. And like I said, I found you on TikTok and I love that you share a lot of your business journey and just in general on there. And I saw on one of your TikToks, you mentioned you had the the text uh, launching a sugar-free chamoy after many people told you that no one would buy it. And it's like, first of all, who told you no one would buy it? And, but just in general, what was that experience like pushing past like those words and the feelings of that feedback? Maybe it was multiple people. Cause yeah, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. No. So when I first had the idea, I was like, is this, is this good or is this bad? You know, everybody kind of goes to so like, am I the only one who thinks this is a good idea? Thankfully my mom and my dad were just like, you know, my, my mom and my daughter usually like, like any, like think twice about things, you know, but with this one, they were like, like, hey, like, what are you thinking about the names? Like they were really encouraging the brainstorming, which I'm, I was super blessed about. Um, I did have a kind of a mentor. I do have a mentor and a, a kind of business partner who I, who's not a business partner in this business, but who I have always kind of leaned in for advice. And I told him about the idea and he, I just, he couldn't see like the spark. He just couldn't see it. Um, and, I, you know, I really doubted myself in that moment. And I remember, you know, I love the show Shark Tank. I don't know if people have seen it, but the show Shark Tank, right? And I couldn't watch the show without feeling like I had a pit in my stomach because I was like, in that, in that moment, I was thinking of turning away from the idea just because other people didn't believe in mm-hmm. it. And I couldn't enjoy things. Like I couldn't see other people's like fulfill their small business journeys because I was just so jealous that I wasn't going to take the chance on mine. And that was a sign for me to be like, hey, this is one where you trust your gut. 
if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. And we keep going, but I, I kind of have to see it through. So I decided to do the project entirely by myself. Um, of course, leaning, leaning on smart people for advice, um, but, but kind of doing this entirely on my own and then kind of bringing in my parents once business was, was formed for them to be a part of it as well. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's one of those moments where uh, you can feel pretty alone because you think that nobody else sees your vision. And then, and then I posted that first TikTok video and I was like, okay, there, there's a community out there that has been waiting for a product like this. And I'm, I'm so lucky to have found them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the development process, you go through a couple, a couple of days, a couple of weeks where you're just like, am I crazy? Like, am I doing this for nobody else? But for me, but even if it was just for my dad, it was going to be worth it. So that kind of gave me some perspective. Yeah. And based off of the chamoy, the amount I see him eat, it could have been just for him. No. <laughs> and I well I guess I'm wondering too because it's like it depends you know who you share ideas with and who you ask for advice like was that person also Latino Latina um and then especially because like as you mentioned Shark Tank I was going to ask about it because I saw you had mentioned about like Shark Tank like for me I'm obsessed I feel like any entrepreneur should totally watch it I feel like it definitely does inspire and motivate with not even necessarily having to go on the show but just to pitch yourself and to get the name out there about the brand but sometimes I feel like maybe it's progressing a little bit. Um, but when it comes to like seeking out like venture capital, uh, a lot of the people with money aren't necessarily from your similar background, you know? So it's like, they might not, they don't get it. Obviously it's not for them. And I feel like maybe that's something that possibly happens on a show like shark tank where a lot of the sharks are, you know, not from your background. Um, so is that like, something that you like think about you know sometimes yeah no it is something to think about I think when you pitch somebody an idea right and you say hey I'm thinking of making sugar-free Mexican candy and sugar-free chamoy um first question is like what's chamoy right and that already <laughs> kind of maybe sets you back a bit on what we were trying to accomplish I think for me one of the reasons why I really wanted to grow on social and I'm so grateful for everybody who follows us who comments who likes it's kind of like the proof is in the numbers right mm-hmm. You know, maybe they don't know what chamoy is, but they know what data is. And Mm -hmm. if you have, you know, hundreds of comments of people being excited for a product, excited that you're developing new things, um, you know, there's the sales, there's the newsletter numbers. For me, it's very much like, oh, you don't believe me right now? Well, as a Taurus, let me go build it and show you. Um, And I think that that's kind of where I am right now, where, you know, I'm thinking of how are we going to continue to grow this business? Um, I really see big, big plans for this um, company uh, because I see a need for it because I Mm -hmm. proven that that there's a market. So now I'm just in the process of building the right story to take it to people that, you know, maybe are not part of the community. I have a lot of friends, for example, that are Latinas, but are not Mexican. Mm -hmm. So for them, they were like, we support you. We have no idea what Chamoy is, but we support Mm -hmm. you. Um, So they have kind of been my testing ground too. They're like, how can I build a story that just shows the power of this community um and and you know and then i can educate people about what the product and the culture is but the numbers numbers hopefully don't lie you're like do you want money or not (laughs) okay and just curious if if you ever were to go on shark tank as of this moment just a fun question who would you think would be a strategic partner for you which shark Girl, like I have, sh- I have this question, this answer. Text. I know you do. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Come on. 
Um, so first pick me and my sister, like, oh my God, we're, we're my sister's three years younger. And like, we, when we're together, we act like we're like little kids and we're like, let's play shark tank. <laughs> like, you know, let's like do the pitch. Um, so first pick Dan- Daniel Lub- Lub- Lubetsky. He okay. is the, he's Mexican American. Um, and he is the, uh, owner, um, and co-founder of kind bars. Okay. Um, so he has kind of like a Mexican background, a health mm-hmm background in the space and I think he would understand the the product and see the the vision on it um but I'll take anybody right <laughs> you know I'll take anybody but but um you know him I think Mark Cuban also has a background in health you know mm-hmm. where where they they kind of want to expand plan-based options etc I just want them to see that same potential with the multicultural audience because usually these communities are the last ones to get um healthier options of our foods of the foods that we grew up eating so um i'm just kind of trying to speed up that process mm-hmm. make sure that we can, can take up that space hell yeah i would like to see frutas and chamoy at uh, stadiums <laughs> like that'd it. be cool nice nice okay and so you know starting a business starting you know a launch of a physical product like what did the launch of this product look like so i found it on tiktok is that where you started off did you try another outlet like how did you get it to grow for sure tiktok was my was the first uh platform that i had in mind for me for me it was uh, it was kind of like okay like I have to think of every possibility, right? If it succeeds, great. TikTok is fantastic. You get to reach a lot of people. If it fails, great. I get to share the journey and maybe other people will find this like, hey, do this, don't do that. Like there's something about TikTok that kind of has allowed us to be very vulnerable with our audience. Um, so I, I started posting before we actually launched. I wanted to show people the process of like, you know, getting the bottles, ordering the labels, getting the website finished, how we picked our logo. Um, you know, kind of early on, we we ran into a hiccup where our uh, van on our, on our on our second production, which was going to be double the size of the original production, got broken into, and we lost <sighs> all of our ingredients. We, we you know our our production kitchen at the time wasn't allowing us to reschedule. Like it's like you lose your money. And that was a very vulnerable moment where I was like, why was I, why did I do this? Why, you know, you kind of start. So we posted that, like, just like, let's post everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I can't be the only person maybe running into a wall with this problem. I can't be the only person who, you know, cried the first time that an order came in from somebody that I didn't know. Um, (laughs) So we've, we've just kind of, kind of, we chose TikTok because even if it was a good or a bad story, it could help somebody. Thankfully, it was it was for the most part has been a good story. Um, And yeah, it's just, you know, we just pick up the camera record. It's been it's been pretty, pretty fantastic. Nice. But I do love that you show the the great things, but even the not so great things, the hurdles. I think that one's important. Um, And, you know, just dealing with those in general, because you're going to get an ass ton of hurdles, (laughs) so many things that are going to go wrong. And it's just, you know, how do you handle it? How do you move forward with it? And because yeah, no, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. (laughs) A lot of people would give them be like, you know what, I'm done. So those are very, you know, motivational, I think, for people going through it and being like, hey, things are going to come up. And you just got to kind of push through or like, have that support system too, you know? 
And one, one of the things that I, that I tell people is like, you really have to be able to find the joy in the smallest of things. You really, you really have to enjoy every step. I think I remember the first time that an order came in, we hadn't announced that our product was live on the website. And like, I heard the the Shopify sound and, I was like, and I'm just like, there's times where, where, you know, you're so stressed. And I'm like, no, like, let's try to remember that moment. Right. Or, you know, we got a message from a woman who was pregnant and had developed, um, just gestational diabetes mm-hmm. and it's like craving. I mean, it's like you're, you're in the peak months of craving <laughs> things and you can't have chamoy. Like that's insane. Uh-huh. So she wrote us this really sweet message. And there's, you know, there's times where you're just like that, like that is what matters, right? We were mm-hmm. able, we were able, we donated over 200 toys during Christmas time from proceeds from, um, uh, of, of our chamoy business. We don't, we donated the toys to spark of love. Like there's times where you're just like, you know, even if this is it, oh, what a beautiful journey it has been. And you have to really be able to like, and know how to enjoy those moments. So when the hard one comes, it's just, it's easier to know that it's still worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely something you have to have a passion for. Cause when those hard times come, like, what's your why, you know, exactly. remember that. I love that. Um, and so, yeah, so as your business has grown, it definitely seems like it's grown <laughs> with all this growth, you know, what has that meant for you as a business owner? Like, are there been like growing pains, you know, having a team now? Um, and then, like, as you said, I saw you kind of upgraded like the truck <laughs> and everything. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the biggest, the biggest growth pain was operational. Um, there were a couple months where we were running, running out of product for, for context. We, when I first made, when I made the first production, we decided to make 750 bottles to sell in a span of six months. That was the goal. And I was terrified. I was like, if I don't sell these bottles, like, you know, everybody's getting chamoy for Christmas, for Valentine's <laughs> what Day, what if like chamoy for everybody. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, these are so many bottles. We ended up sending that, selling that bottle, those bottles in six days. So instead of six months, six days, which was insane. Wow. Um, but of course we kind of run, ran out of product and being able to keep up with the demand was a kind of like a big, um, learning point for me. Um, just, and then on top of everything, COVID lead times oh, yeah. longer. Right. So there were a couple issues there. Right now, uh, we ended up moving our production from California to Texas, oh, and we're where um, our new co-packer is also Latina owned, which I love, love, love. Nice. Um, so it's a it's a facility that is able to handle bigger um, production runs, bigger capacity, and it's also closer to my parents, so they're also a, a, able to be involved. So. Um, just operations has been a growing pain. I am not the most organized person. So I have kind of had to learn how to be, I'm a big kind of dreamer and I'm the vision and the, but it's like, okay, there's sometimes things that are just like putting kind of pen to paper that are annoying, but are so important for your business. Um, and then the other thing has been mindset. I think, you know, um, I, I go back and forth sometimes with like, you know, have big dreams for the company and like, I'm so excited. And then I'm, I have other moments of like, you know, maybe it's imposter syndrome of just like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, just mm-hmm. like, just like be happy with this. Just like, you know, so it's a constant battle between no, like I know what this company can accomplish and, you know, I want to do great things for this, this community that, that we're building. Um, and other days I kind of go back to like really doubting myself and, you know, I just kind of have to keep, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a mental struggle, but it's a struggle. 
imposter syndrome likes to creep in. He loves it. It's the worst. Oh my gosh. Nice. Nice. And I mean, would you be like looking to expand to like more products in the future? I mean, this one's obviously working. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We're currently developing a couple new products. Mm. Uh, We have different flavors and we have a completely different product um, coming out that is inspired obviously, by the same kind of pillars of our brand. Um, but you know, yeah, like our, our mission is really to make these flavors, this, these cultural flavors more accessible to everybody. So there's candy, there's snacks, there's a, kind of a lot of categories where we can kind of go into, but always with that same authenticity of making sure that our, our flavors, um, stay the same, but we just innovate a little bit. Um, like one of the things, one of, one of the phrases there's in my mind is kind of where culture meets the spark of innovation, right? Mm. That's, that's kind of like how we're approaching every single new project. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. And I just love the chamoy in general. Cause I, I just feel like it, it, like I said, diabetes definitely impacts the Latino community so much. And like, it just comes to a point. It's like almost like inevitable I feel like sometimes you know and then you hear like your parents or your grandparents like ay no puedo comer esto no puedo comer esto or they still do because there's no other options because they're stubborn about it um so even you know as soon as I got this I was even telling like my suegros and stuff because they're like I gotta cut out this I was like sugar-free chamoy I gotta bring it over I gotta bring it over so I was like dang only if only you have like the little um travel that'd be cute Cause like, that's the thing, like I, chamoy is definitely a beloved thing in the Mexican community. And like, I see so many chamoy ladies in general with like their rim paste or like the little travel bottles. I was like, that's great, but can it be sugar free? And mm-hmm. here's our solution here. So I love it. I love it so much. Looking forward to seeing everything that you do before I get into my lightning round questions. I just wanted to ask what goals do you have for yourself if you can if you can share them with the audience? Yeah, although I like that. Oh, what this is a great question. Um, I mean, one of the goals is to definitely stop doubting myself as I stay take steps in this company. Doesn't mean that I have to have blind confidence. I want to say that. I think I think it's totally okay to be terrified when you're making certain decisions. I think it's totally okay to make mistakes, but that's something that I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to work on to allow myself to make those mistakes. Um, I, you know, one of the next goals is to be in a big retailer. Um, (laughs) one of our, one of our goals is we want to, we want our product to be more accessible to people. We understand that everybody is, you know, maybe comfortable ordering online or is experienced with that. So we want to, we want to bring it closer to people actually physically. And then the other one is expanding our product category. So Mm. those, you know, (laughs) don't be afraid to do the other two things type of thing. Those are the three goals that, that I have. Um, and personally, I, you know, I want, I want my dad to retire and retire on someone. So uh, we're getting closer to that. And I'm, I'm just, it's the absolute dream as a daughter of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Retire as a sugar-free chamoy king. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I would love to see your products in stores. And I feel like that would just, I mean, just get ready for that growth because like, yeah, as you said, not everybody's comfortable ordering online or it's more like 
the demographic is different though the ones who maybe like order online like me um millennials gen z they're like online yeah it's like whatever you know but in stores like the older demographic especially the ones who you know are a little bit more stubborn and maybe need this product aren't necessarily going online so i could just imagine in stores like that one senora finds it. you need that like senora word of mouth out there she tells the other one she tells the other one oof i love that the best marketing funnel is senora worth of mouth it really is I, love really, I don't care how tech savvy we are. The senora word of mouth is mm. <laughs> return of investment. Amazing. I love that. Awesome. Well, good luck. Definitely going to be following along for that. And before we end, I'd like to ask a uh, quick lightning round questions. A couple of the first things that kind of come to mind. If you want to expand a little, that's totally cool too. So the first question is who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? Oh, um, I, I had no idea what the question was going to be, but I was like, Selena Quintanilla. Like, I, I mean, that too. <laughs> I was ready with my answer. And I was like, it applies to everybody. It does. Um, um, oh, that's a great, um, great question. I love Yulisa from Rizos Curls. Yes. What she's been able to do with her business is absolutely amazing. Um, and I also love that she just kind of represents this new CEO, like this, this new idea of what a CEO can be. So She's somebody that I, I deeply admire and Selena Quintanilla. Yes. I mean, Selena and Julissa have definitely been mentioned exactly. on here. And I like to ask that question, like as a Latina in general, because I feel like for the longest, you know, just kind of showing in general, like being able to like break through like that glass ceiling for Latinas in general. It's like Selena was the one, you know, it's like we want more like Latina heroes in a way, you know, and which is why I like to have guests like you on the podcast to inspire other women. Next question is, what is the best piece of advice you have ever received? That is amazing. Um, this was probably from my mom. I'm sure she phrased it differently, but my mom was always very, very uh, insisting on always say thank you to everybody. So mm -hmm. always be grateful, basically, and show gratefulness. So You know, whether it's like, you know, a CEO or a venture capitalist or, you know, a customer or somebody who you meet on the street or somebody who's, you know, serving you at a restaurant. She kind of always made that a big, big point. And I've told this, I've told this to my mom. It, it, I think it's the backbone of everything that I've done business wise that has opened so many doors. Um, I think it just, I don't know, it just goes a long way. Like, people, you know, people forget everything about you except the way you make them feel. Mm. And I think it's, it's been a great piece of advice. True, true. Great piece of advice from mommy. Nice. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? I would say test the market. Like social media is free. Start creating content. You know, uh, it could be terrifying to put your face out there, but there's always a way to kind of test the water. So if you don't have the, the means to, com to completely start the business, maybe test the idea in, in a different way through social media. If you just launch, start posting, you know, tell people why your, your idea is different. And if it's the same as it's been done before, tell them why you are different to lead this project. Um, so I, I'm just a big fan of just post everything. Click that button. You like it. Okay. Next question. What is the best so resource that has helped you along your journey? A book, a podcast, app, workshops? Oh, that's great. I, I follow a lot of small businesses on social media. I think seeing their journey is always, has always helped me. Um, 
So I definitely encourage that. And then I, this is so weird, but I do it. I love listening to like listening or reading celebrity uh, uh, memoirs. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of weird, but like, you know, like, like you think of uh, uh, Jessica Simpson, for example, who built an incredibly successful brand, mm-hmm. even though she was undermined her entire career mm-hmm. because of her looks or whatever. So I, I always kind of, I like reading about the success of different women that maybe are not conventional in the business world. I think that mm. helps. And if celebrity books do it for you, then go ahead. Yeah, I like that. And it kind of aligns with, like you said, like why Judy Soprado as well, you know, because I feel like we've always been taught something different of what a CEO, what an owner looks yeah. and acts like. And here we are on TikTok trending sounds and, you know, just doing weird stuff, building a business. <laughs> It's just, it's a different time. And it's, I think that what makes us different, is, I, it sounds cheesy, but it's truly our superpower. It's like lean into it. Mm-hmm. Things are, especially right now, customers, uh, they want to relate to somebody. And if, if a, the kind of traditional version of a CEO doesn't match you, don't, don't need, don't feel like you need to make a match. I think there's so many examples of like, you can be yourself and still achieve your dreams. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Show up authentically you. I like that. Okay, next question. If there is anything you could change about your journey, what would it be? Um, not getting my van broken into. (laughs) You know, the funny thing about that is just like somebody really stole, you know, uh, dozens and dozens of pounds of chilies. Like there was nothing that like I was about to say, like if it was already Mecha Moy, I was like, damn, score, but it's not no I'm like I'm so just I feel like they they felt like they stole something more valuable but unfortunately it's just like chili so I hope they had like an amazing salsa chamoy party or something right but um you know I I wish I would have started it sooner I went through a couple of months where I was doubting myself and kind of moving slower than I would have wanted to I wish that I wish that that wouldn't wouldn't have happened but it's also part of the journey so I'm Mm not too pressed about it for sure all the experiences add up to you know Mm -hmm. where you're at love it love it and final question where can listeners connect with you online love that uh people can connect with me uh, across our social channels so if you go to tiktok it's at i love chamoy if you go to instagram is shop i love chamoy i love reading the comments i love answering um you know i'm trying to do lives a little bit so like truly leave a question like i i love responding to people's questions on both platforms and if you have a specific question that you don't want to post publicly you can email us at hello at ilovechamoy.com nice nice and i'll definitely link those in the show notes so everybody can follow because you should and i love that you're currently sharing like all the different ways and items food products you can put chamoy on which is not good for me but <laughs> no no actually it is it is because you're showing like sugar-free gummy worms that you can add your chamoy to I'm that snacking is out of control <laughs> the is out of control but they're better snacks so yeah. we do love that in general so definitely follow definitely check them out on social media honestly i have picked up chamoy i love it and you know it's getting me to eat my fruits and veggies more so mm-hmm. might as well so but thank you so much annie for joining us here on the work Miha podcast i hope you guys all enjoyed make sure to follow i love chamoy and shop i love chamoy and their social media and make sure to tune in to the work Miha podcast for more inspiring inspiring stories of amazing mujeres like Ani. Thank you. Thank you so much.